I have never changed my friend message or whatever the hell it's called on, you know, the message on your profile. It just, it says, let's work together. And to me, it's hilarious because it shows up in arena where I'm just like, let's work together. And then as I proceed to brutally slaughter the, <laughs> every single character, yeah, let's work together. Hey everyone, Wilmgard here, back with Miniado. Hey. And you're listening to the FFBE Podcast. Alright, Mini, it's been a year since we've done this. Haha. <laughs> I know. I've, I've never heard that one before, that's pretty clever. I know, it's the best one I've got, actually, in my repertoire. No, I'm excited, first podcast of the year. I'm slowly becoming less sick, so I'll hopefully have more energy. First podcast of the official, what we're calling, season two of yeah. the FFBE podcast. Yeah, last time we focused on nothing, and this time we will try to focus on a little less nothing. <laughs> exactly. We're going to bring it hard this year yeah. with lots of special effects like explosions. Season, season two is and all things. about pyroglacial nothing. Yes. <laughs> I hope someone caught that, my wife said, and some more commentary from my wife. So, what have you been up to this first week of the new year in FFBE? I've been farming up the raid, the, you know, killing that little Heartless with the helmet, and, you know, my Zahn's been doing overtime. He's got, you know, he's been stealing just everything from that guy, which is Gil. All he carries is Gil. And that's it. I'm slowly... I'm slowly racking up my tickets, and this Thursday or Friday, I'm going to do my spiritual training and roll them all at the same time. Oh, you're insane. Oh, for the raid? Yeah. I, I usually oh, do okay, it all yeah. at once. It's a bit yeah, tedious, but I think it's more annoying to have to manage my inventory every couple of days rather than just one big one at the end of the event. The reason I don't do it intermittently is literally because I don't want those Moogles messing with me throughout the event. I would have done it intermittently if I rolled either Cloud or Sora, but since oh, I didn't, no, there's no point. I'm only rolling it for the Gil, pretty much. Exactly. I'm, I'm actually really happy that this raid came around, because before it came around, I had like 30k. Oh, you were a poor man. And now I'm already up to 4 million just from Zon stealing and from the individual rewards i'm up to 21 million just from uh not having seven stars for a really <laughs> not spending time. your money nice yeah pretty much yeah what have you been up to nothing special literally raiding like crazy i've been super efficient with the raid this past week of the arena i actually hit i finished rank 6100 and something so i was damn. like damn yeah that, that's almost on the podium right almost <laughs> only six thousand other people to beat yeah you're almost qualifying for the pre-olympics there the qualifiers to the olympics on that one i can't wait to qualify one day that reminds me um i did do that new heartless run but we'll talk about that later and then what else happened oh the steel castle i've been rolling around with that but i've pretty much been getting nil Fair enough. I got nothing from Steel Castle this time around so far. I did want to say that I pulled like a hundred. I don't know if I mentioned this last time. I pulled 145 tickets for the Kingdom Hearts banner and got nothing. That's uh, what that's what you deserve, though. You you know, I warned you. I said, be careful. It's a trap banner. 
And you're like, no, I need my keyblade. How else am I going to lock the world and, and save everybody? Well, that's what you get, buddy. Yeah, that's pretty much how that went. You would have done better if you did some more dodge rolling while you were pulling. You know what? For for the next time I do any pulls, I will film myself dodge rolling as I click the button. <laughs> no, what you need to do, depending on what banner it is, you got to do the thing from that game. So Kingdom Hearts True. was all about dodge rolling to move around faster. Whatever comes next, that's that's what you got to do. We'll figure it out. Just consult with the experts before you pull, just to, to maximize your chances. Experts, please help me. Besides that, my very first poll of the year was pretty amazing. I did get a rainbow, which was awesome. Uh, a good way to start the year. Nice. What did you get? I don't remember. I feel like it was Citra or something like that. That's not bad. It wasn't a bad poll. Yeah, seven star Citra it. gets pretty good down the road. Mm-hmm. But that's it. That's it for this week. It was a pretty light week rating arena and oh i've been running the story which i caught up with but that's it that's it yeah we'll we'll talk about that a little later i haven't been this excited about a story reveal or twist in a long time it got me too but we'll talk about it yeah say stop it there yeah we'll we'll stop it there because some people haven't played and i don't want to spoil all right what's coming this new week starting today actually what is coming into the future what have we heard well, we, we have some announcements from after the patch yesterday. We're getting two UOC tickets in January, which is standard. There's going to be an event starting, not today, which is we're recording this on Friday, but next Friday, I think the 11th, and then also an event on Friday the 18th. Both are going to have UOC tickets up for grabs. And then we're having like a New Year's party after New Year's that's going well into January. I think it started today or yesterday. I can't remember. I think it was yesterday. yesterday. So if you log in over the course of 20 days, you can get a bunch of goodies. There's a guaranteed five-star ticket in there. There's two 50% trust Moogles. There's a UOC ticket. There's a UOC ticket, which is pretty big. The only thing I'm disappointed by in the rewards is there is no Magisite. My espers really need some of that. Are you trolling? (laughs) Oh, you know, God. I'm not going to say no to all I'm going to say, you know, I'm not going to say no to Magicite. True. I mean, it would have been hilarious if they pulled it on us a second time where they're like, here's a free UOC ticket. And then on the next one, be like, here's 10 Magicite. Don't use it all on one Esper. Here's 10 Magicite untyped. <laughs> I need that one pretty bad. I'd be like, yes, this is exciting. I need this so desperately. Yeah. My Lashmi and my Odin are just barren. They're so yeah, they're level, it's sad. sad. I just feel sad. bad using the times 1.5 Magisite on they're untyped wasting. things. Yeah, I could be using it on that element Esper for quicker gains. You know, eventually, once I've gained or maximized all my Espers, I will invest those colored ones into the untyped Espers. Yeah. Just Who are you going to do first? Are you going to do Lakshmi or Odin? You know, I have to give it to my girl Lakshmi. Uh, she was first to become three star. And I really want anti-charm. That's hilarious because I literally for the same reason. I just I'm doing her first because she's first in line. That's just how it goes. Yes, that's literally my thought process. My OCD will not let me do it any other way. She came first, so she gets it first. Yeah, Odin, just chill, buddy. You were annoying. You did your stupid insta kill move that got like a million times weaker when I summon you. When he did it, it's a hundred percent insta kill, no revive, no nothing. When when you summon him, he deals it for you. It's only sixty percent. Like, dude, why are you hold him back? 
This is like going to be a four-star one day. Yeah, he's going to be a four-star. He's going to do 61% insta-kill. <laughs> oh, man, that's... Yeah, exactly. But what else is going on this coming week? So I know a lot of people don't care. I personally also don't care much, but Enchanted Maze is live. Um, you can get some six-star enhancement materials, mostly for newer players, and then just some pots and gill and cactuars. But other than that, like the for us old folks, the Enchanted Maze is kind of past its prime in its current state because mm-hmm. I get more than enough six-star materials from King Mog events, and then the raid gives me more than I know what to do with when it comes to gill and experience yep exactly the enchanted maze is targeted really for new players yeah it's something people don't pay attention to much so i thought i'd just mention it it's it's up if for whatever reason you want to do it or you're a newer player it's not a terrible use of energy if you haven't done it before do it for the free lapis for doing it yeah i'm pretty sure there's the missions or whatever yeah exactly and then the other kind of cool thing is the chambers, the fallen, indignant, and arms are all half off until next Friday? So I'm I know, super excited for this. Yeah, I'm going to be trying to take advantage of this, just because I have nothing really, nothing else to spend my energy on. So I'm going to try to. I have never done a ten man, as you mentioned last week. So I'm going to try to just roll in there and see what kind of damage I can do. You'll Pick do up really some well. of those weapons. Well, yeah, <clears> some really, of them were really released well. in like the six star era, so. The early six stars. I roll in there with a team of seven stars. It's like rolling into the, you know, <laughs> sometimes those MMOs with PvP, and you're like a level or whatever max level, and you roll into the newbie leveling area, and you steamroll everybody. That's gonna be me and those <laughs> ten mans. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah, but I mean, it'll, it'll be fine. I gotta do them eventually. I've just never really had time to sit down and do it properly, so I'm I'm gonna just. Put in some time and, and clear that up to as far as I can go. The newer trials get really difficult, so you'll enjoy those a lot more. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of wish I started earlier, but at the same time, when they were first being released, I wasn't quite up to par with my team. I'm pretty sure I was still struggling with like a DKC, and I was I really couldn't clear content anyway. So... It, yeah, it's not a big deal. Besides, it's not the trials don't go anywhere, and then this is a great time yeah. to do it. Not only is it a relatively slow week, but it's also half price. Mm-hmm. So you may as well take advantage, get as far as you possibly can with your current team, enjoy the benefits, the rewards. There's some really amazing items that you get for clearing this stuff, so it's going to be really good. And then the other thing is, next week might be a light week as well for farming. The rumor is that the event next week is going to be another raid simply because the current raid, the Heartless or Kingdom Hearts ends on, I think the Thursday and normally they end on the Friday. So typically this only happens when there's another raid right after. Now this isn't confirmed, but highly, highly speculated that we'll be getting another raid after this one. I wonder what this raid will bring for us. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I don't know what it could be. There, you know, there's some hype. People are saying, "Oh, what if it's uh, what's it called, Xeno Gears?" I know a lot of people are excited for that banner, but right if now, it's Xeno we Gears just have no idea. If it's Xeno Gears, I'm gonna be so hyped because I haven't spent a single lapis. Nice, yeah. I, I was actually do thinking. A full lap. I was thinking about that the other day. I, I was wondering, is it better to do two fifties every day or to save your lapis to do 
potentially an extra lap or whatever on on a step up. So what? How do you feel about it? I don't know. I like my two fifties. So two fifties statistically will give you more rainbows than the other way. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you want that one specific rainbow or whatever, you're better off doing laps. So in the past, two it was to two fifty, no brainer. But with the introduction of these step up summons, now there's a bit of a a preference, I guess. It's no longer a waste to skip your two fifties. What if I told you that after 30 days of not doing 250s, you've only held on to an extra 7,500 lapis? I mean, that's not bad. That's every, what is that? It would take you four months. Two months, yeah. Four months to to get a full standard lap. Yeah, but I mean, it's not bad. I'm not saying one way or the other. I I probably will still continue to 250 summon because... I've been doing that for two years every morning consistently, and it's it's hard yeah, to it's change old habits. <laughs> but it's just something I was wondering about. If I didn't do about. it, I'd yeah. feel bad. Like, what would be better at this point? Because, I mean, back when we started playing, it was a no-brainer because half off is just, you can't beat that unless it's free. You know what? Let us know what you guys think out there. Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Do you think it's more worth it to do 250s every day or save for these step-up banners? Yeah, it's just an interesting question. I don't know if there's a right answer to it or not, but... Something I've been thinking about. I think it's personal preference because in the end, you never know what's going to give you rainbows. Even some of the step-up banners, unless it's a guaranteed unit at the end, you may not even get a rainbow. Yeah, I know. Sometimes they don't have them. It just depends on which banners. You have to be selective. For example, the the KH banner, if you do two laps, you get two KH rainbows kind of thing. So some, some banners do come with it. It's just, you have to be picky. Because sometimes you're right. They There's like three rainbows and no guaranteed on banner rainbow. and Or even if it mess. is a rainbow and it's guaranteed, it's like you have a slew of five rainbows and only one of them is good. Yeah. But yeah, good question. That's actually pretty interesting. I didn't think about that until this very moment. So <clears throat> another kind of cool thing, Item World is back. You know what's funny about this is that I think like two or three days before the announcement that the item world was coming back i was talking to a guy on twitter who had a a kingdom hearts cloud that was like super strong it was like 2800 attack and he's like man if i if i could just buff his weapon through item world that would be amazing and i was like well you never know it might come yeah and then he was listening in on your conversation gumi's like item world that's a great way to fill a week you will receive yeah and it's really cool because you can now enhance any weapon type it's no longer limited at least for this week i don't know if it'll stay this way i think it's just going to be for this week so you know the world is your oyster whatever weapon type you need i'm going to go in there and fix some of my actually really good swords that i screwed up by leaving in there i'm going through and praying for rng jesus to hit me up and give me some of those enhanced rare abilities that we're getting for certain weapons yeah i was going to mention that we're actually getting a, a level up on some of the rare abilities for large swords throwing weapons guns and maces maybe people who use white knight noel and lilith would really like that hp plus 40 percent on the mace large swords is huge Uh, a lot of dds use them speaking of the hp plus 40 sorry to cut you off but i saw a guy with white knight noel hit the hp cap nice I was like, what? Yeah, he's a beast. He gets so tanky. I love yeah, that he guy. Had like, he had like 22,000 health. Not going to repeat the Christmas episode, but yeah, just such a fun and good unit. Just love it. 
What are the last two enhanced rare abilities? Uh, HP MP plus 20 and attack plus 40 on the gun. So the, the throwing weapons on the guns are kind of situational. Uh, it depends because not, they're not very commonly used by the better DDs. Mm-hmm. But for some of those mid-range DDs, you do see guns and throwing weapons. Yeah, like it, it's not bad, definitely. It's just a little bit niche. Whereas large swords are, even mesas are niche. They're only really good on some tanks. I don't know any DDs that really use them. Uh, if you're slowly working your way towards that five uh, Amelia team, yeah, this gun upgrade is amazing for you. Yeah, I mean, if you're running Amelias, I run two Amelias in Arena, so it would be really good for my Amelias. But large swords is what I'm really looking at here, and then maybe maces because I do have the White Knight Noel also my goal is to run five amelias in arena i just <laughs> what, need to max them out first what do you get out of that what what is the possible benefit <laughs> the humor that i give to everyone else for seeing a full amelia team uh you should just do a full butler slash maid team if you have the buff butler and the ice butler and then amelia amelia and there's cannon oh i could do that yeah. actually that might be fun, the the maid team. the And then team. you can change. You know, I was laughing the other day because uh, I have never changed my friend message or whatever the hell it's called. on. You know the message on your profile? It just it says, let's work together. And to me, it's hilarious because it shows up in Arena where I'm just like, let's work together. And then as I proceed to brutally slaughter <laughs> every single character. Yeah, let's work together. That's so funny. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I'll change that to, to something. But you could definitely do something fun like that. Change the message to, to reflect what your team is. Like, welcome to the Maid Cafe. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd get a lot of laughs. There you go. Something to work towards for myself. Yeah. Goals for 2019. But yeah, Item World is back. You'll get rewards for running it anyway. So run it as often as you can, even if you don't have any weapons that you're looking to upgrade. But uh, it's a great chance to get these enhanced rare abilities. I don't think these will be around uh, forever. I think this is kind of a New Year's celebration. Uh, who knows? They It looks like, because the ones we have now are level 3. The, these enhanced ones are level 4. It looks you like think they'll stick? they may stick around and only show up. Like it, I don't know. My I'm thinking they might leave it as every weapon enhancement is always available. But now... As Item World rotates, it's going to be a different set of weapons that are going to have the enhanced, enhanced abilities. Fair enough. That's just, I don't know how it's going to go, but... We'll find out in the next Item World. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. All right, but the big thing that happened this week was that Heartless Trial Boss. Yeah, I mean, the that's the, the first Heartless you ever fight. And, no, it's not, actually. Is it? I think it is. When you're like in that dream world... You walk up on that platform. It's like the first heartless you ever fight. The first yeah. boss heartless. I think they make you fight a little mini, the little mini ones. Mini Maybe. Yeah. I can't. It's been so long since I played that game. I don't even remember. But anyway, it's kind of cool. It was nice seeing it. The design obviously is very true to the game, but the the actual fight itself was actually incredibly easy. I went in blind. I didn't do anything special for my team to set up any dark resistance or anything like that. Just went in with like my general team that I go in to probe with and I just cleared it all all missions no problem in like two or three turns the only prep work I did was put in a magic cover tank with full like 100% dark resist and only because it says that in the notes right because I go in blind as well beyond yeah I read I the notes too anything extra 
So I set up I set up a person thinking like, okay, he's gonna like do a lot of physical damage. So I need a physical tank and a magic tank with full dark resist and all this stuff. And I get in there and I'm like, he tickles. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this? I I suspect because the rewards for clearing it aren't very beneficial to almost anyone. It kinda they made it a bit easier. And a lot of people were saying the winter mayhem or a season of mayhem was actually really, really tough. It was one of the toughest trials we've had in a while. In a long time, yeah. And so maybe they wanted to kind of ease off the gas a bit for this next one and kind of give us a freebie. I think you're right on the reward side of things, just because the reward for clearing it is a Sora-only weapon. If it's only for one character that you can't even get regularly, it's like, if you make it hard, no one's going to have it, and everyone's going to be sad. Yeah, and I mean, even if you do have Sora... The weapon itself is lackluster. It's worse than his TMR. And because he comes on a raid, you're going to have his TMR for free. So pretty much this is going to be in your trophy case unless another uh, Kingdom Hearts banner rolls around, which actually I think there's a good chance we will get another one at some point. I think so too. I just think because they put the, you know, the in the title it says Heartless, colon, Dark Side. It makes me think that there's going to be Heartless colon other boss Heartless sometime down the road. That makes sense. But I also think that uh, it may just come around again for another Kingdom Hearts because Kingdom this Kingdom Hearts three that's coming out super highly anticipated. A lot of people are talking about it. A lot of people got in a lot of trouble for stealing it. What do you mean stealing it? Oh, some people got their hands on a few copies. Copies? Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were trying to release content for it and there was there's always trouble. Yeah. Same I thing mean, happened with uh, Super Smash Brothers. I don't get the hype or like at least around this, I'll be honest. I was super hyped. I loved Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh, I remember I was a kid, I saw that commercial they played uh the Simple and Clean. That song was so just that commercial Simple and Clean playing. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was so hyped for that game. I loved number one, but I kind of lost my hype because number two just, I it didn't do it for me. The, my favorite part of number two was building my gummy ship and flying it around. Yes. The, the story itself, just for number two, I was, eh. I, I don't know why. I can't remember much of it anymore. I played it a long time ago, but I, I just did not get into it. The biggest issue with me was, well, like you mentioned, the funnest part was the gummy ship and the second, like the actual battle system was pretty boring. But yeah, so the biggest I'm... issue was that you had to go in reverse. Like you did, you played through one, you locked everything, or no, you unlocked everything. And then you lock everything again. And I'm like, what is going on? Like yeah, nothing doing... makes sense anymore. And yeah, I so think like... the other thing is just the sheer amount of time in between games. It's been years and years and it's just... Well, there's been know. a bunch of in-between games too, right? Just because of what 2 did to me, I didn't play many of them. Yeah, I mean, I was never too hyped for any of them. I mean, I'm excited for the people that are excited for it. I just, for some reason, maybe it's just because I'm getting old and I just can't relate to that sort of childlike wonder that sometimes these games bring about like i don't know maybe i just prefer more more adult stories i guess well sora is becoming older maybe you'll like this one yeah maybe (laughs) (laughs) 
No, the games are fun, and I can tell that a lot of people are hyped over it, and that's fantastic. I agree. Yeah, I just don't uh, understand why the hype is as crazy as it is. But I mean, you know, there are some people that just yeah, years. they they love it. Yeah, maybe they've been holding it in for twenty years. They're like, this is my time. I will I will complete my dodge roll series. Finally, dodge <laughs> roll three: the redodging. Yeah, <laughs> if you can dodge a heartless, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> probably. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm looking forward to maybe other Kingdom Hearts events. It'll be interesting. I don't think I'll pick up the actual game on release, but maybe down the road I will at some point. I played one or two. Interested to play yeah. it just to see what the story's become. Yeah, at this point, you know, it's been so long that I'm like, well, might as well see how these characters kind of end their journey. Exactly. Hopefully, end their journey. I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, who knows? We're gonna have to wait another twenty years. <laughs> maybe this time they'll unlock half of them. Yeah. Be like a grandpa. I'll be telling the kids stories. Oh, back in my day, you had to like apply the gummies on your ship manually. There was no AI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Enough about Kingdom Hearts. This is the FFBE podcast. Well, so let's I mean, get it's, back. It's topical, right? It's we're of doing course. a collab. So FFBE podcast is collaborating with the Kingdom Hearts fandom. Fandom. One time only. One time. Well, maybe twice. Um, but. Bringing it back to FFBE, speaking of stories and good and the bad, we're getting, we got a release of the new story last week, and I believe, Minnie, you and myself are both fully caught up on the current events Mm -hmm. in the global version. So for anybody that isn't completely caught up, uh, one of my favorite things about FFBE is actually the story. I know I sometimes am nitpicky with it. There are certain points of the story that are kind of meh. They don't really do it for me. But overall, the story is actually really good, and I, I just enjoy it. I think it's pretty compelling. And, and as a whole package, there are points where are, it's not the best, but the points where it's really, really good more than make up for it. And so I'm super hyped for this latest one and, and kind of the, the big reveal. So we're going to kind of talk about it a little bit. I don't know. We haven't really planned out what we're going to talk about, but there will be spoilers. We will be 100% freeballing this, full of spoilers, because we're going to talk about the big reveal that happens in this section of the story. So before we get to the end now, because there is one thing we'd like to announce, we will be doing we will be doing a live show next Friday, bringing it to you live like we used to do once a month. We promised twice a month, yeah. so now we're going to be doing two times a month at least. So next Friday, we will be doing a live show, FFBE podcast on Twitch. Yeah, so that'll be January 11th. And I think usually we start it around 9 p.m. Eastern. Yes. For those that, that want to join us, uh, you know, stop by. If you're, Even if you don't have all the time, we will be releasing the episode on our podcasting. So you'll still get to hear it however you like to enjoy it. But if you want to stop and chat with us and say hi, even for a little bit, feel free. We always have a good time. Yeah, if you have a minute, just pop in and be like, hey, I'm here from the podcast. Yep. Bye. Yep. All right. Back to the story. Like Minnie was saying, spoilers from here on out. We're going to give you like the next five, ten seconds to just shut off the podcast. We will catch you in the next episode if you're cutting out here. Yep. Looking forward to 2019.
All right, let's talk about this new story release. This is pretty hyphy, dude. So how crazy is it? So here's a like it. It kind of just ties everything together. Like pretty much right, throughout fine. this we'll, entire. We'll start at the end and go backwards. Yeah, like the entire. I'll, okay, well, let's just do it that way because that's the thing I'm most excited about. The so when Heo showed up, as like it's rain. Like I will like I don't know. I'll bet my life that it's rain. That it's rain, and then boom, it's not rain. Rain actually kills Hio, and, and you're like, well, he, he joins your party. Okay, and then Hio dis it like you don't see Hio for so long. You know, it's, yeah, it takes I mean, a while. And then boom, they take it like first. It was the most obvious reveal ever at first. You're like, oh, Rain is Hio. That's obvious. And they're yeah. like, suckers, it's not Hio. You were all wrong. And then yeah. they do like the double. I don't know what to call it. The they take it back again. And yeah, they boom. do the double reverse around the back. <laughs> yeah, they get you right in the backside. <laughs> With <laughs> it turns out, Rain actually was Kyo all along. So man, they actually oh, made it work. They it was actually so made good. it work. Yeah, I was surprised. I was impressed. Yeah, me too. I was Just, impressed. Oh, I I loved it because it was right at the end and it was perfect. Because the the whole time I'm thinking like, why did Rain turn into such a little bitch? Like, why does he care so much about blood? Like, dude, like, chill out. <clears throat> it's almost like. You know, Rain should have had the the Dracula costume on Halloween, not Laswell. Because he's like, blood, our blood is this. It's like, dude, chill out. And then at the end, when he does the big reveal, you finally realize, like, the whole po- the whole time, Rain was pretending to be with them, sort of like Axtar was, to find out what Laswell's stance was, whether they could actually work together or not. Mm-hmm. And then when he, you know, during the, the whole war thing... <clears throat> He find because yep. at first he was all like gung ho, like Laswell, it's all you, man. You want to win the order competition? You're gonna change it, you know? No bloodshed. He was all for that, and yeah. then suddenly it all kind of erupts into a war. And then Laswell's like, you know, that really surprised me actually. The the Laswell's character went that way because he was all about like saving everyone if he can and like trusting all these people and stuff. And then it comes down to and he's like, I guess we got to do war. And he's kind of okay with it. And I was I was just surprised a little bit. And it makes sense because like I can see his reasoning. Like when you see everything he's gone through throughout this season, it makes sense that he would make that choice. He's he's seen a lot. Pretty much all the orders he's ran into have been just complete dickheads, right? Even wow. even Rain, like Rain tried to kill Fina. Yeah, hundred like, percent. I don't care that you crystallize the wound. Like my my friend, you tried to kill her. Yeah, there's no, there's no two ways about yeah. that. You, you stabbed right through her. Yeah. <laughs> and not in the way she was hoping. <laughs> wrong yeah. sword, buddy. Yeah, you pulled out the wrong weapon there. But the weirdest thing still, though, is that they actually ended up splitting up because of the whole first season and how that unfolded. So I love it because it shows so much growth because season oh, one, yeah. Laswell was like a puppy following rain around. He's like, I got to help rain. I'm just going to follow rain, whatever rain says. And here they kind of both make their own choice. And I'm really impressed that Laswell at the start of, even at the start of season two, he was Laswolf for a long time. Yeah. He's, he's, he kind of evolved throughout the, uh, he started as like a little amoeba and then slowly evolved into a multicellular organism. (laughs) (laughs) If you ever want to learn, evolution yeah he was like he was a worm and then look at laswell yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) he was just 
poor guy. He's been through a lot, but I just I love it because they even dropped hints throughout the story. There's points where Axstar was like, uh, or Soul was talking to Axstar and, and saying like, "Oh, Rain, it feels like a lot like you and me now," and it's like yeah. uh, he's like Axstar. He's literally the same as Axstar. They're both orders, and they both yep. traveled in disguise. Hey, I wanted to I wanted to throw this tidbit in there. So if you remember, there was that one part of the story where the emperor is like, "There's a traitor among them." Yeah, and then. A lot of people suspected Axtar, and it ended up being Axtar. But then you find out, wait a minute. There are two traitors. Yeah. Heo literally is with them. He's one of the orders, technically. You know, he's all for it. It's, it was a pretty big plot twist. I'm pretty excited. And I'm I love the way they handled it, because at first it was so obvious that it was going to be Rain. And then they made you think, okay, it wasn't Rain. Like, I don't yeah. know what they're going to do with Heo. He just kind of disappeared, but it clearly wasn't Rain. And then suddenly, they one they they make you think, okay, it's not rain. Thought the thought we don't even think about it anymore. We don't even suspect it. We're like, okay, something's yeah. weird with rain. At this like, point in the story, I forgot that Heo was even a thing. And then suddenly, you realize that you had CG rain season two the whole time in the game. Yep, we were all using him to limit burst cheese, and we didn't even know it. Yep. So also, like rain now occupies. Well, he did at one point occupy the best DD. And the best tank. Yep. Officially, Rain is the best at everything. Officially, Goku. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's literally Goku. Except he's like the evil Goku that's been taken over by Captain Ginyu right now. Yes. But now, the most interesting thing to think about, now that we know 100%, Rain is Hio. And all this stuff unfolded as Hio, as, you know what I mean? Like, we have this whole story that's that we know about what the hell got it to this point like the whole souls investigation detective soul over there i am yeah, super I curious to learn exactly what brought it to this point so it looks like based on the little clips they showed he just saw a bunch of civilians dying due to something aldor just showing up and or maybe they were caught in the crossfire between hess and aldor i don't know and then it seems like there's a shot of him like screaming into the air uh, but I don't know. That's the only part where I was kind of like, eh. I don't know why that took him over the edge when to start the game, Veritas of the Dark literally killed his entire unit of knights. Like these are supposedly his brothers, like people he lived with, grew up with, trained with. They were under yes. his care and he did but. not react that way compared to how he reacted in Palladia when basically but. the same thing happened, if not like probably a little bit not even as bad when you compare it. But... When you hear that people who are soldiers die, it's like, okay, that was their profession. They were ready for it. Yeah, but it's that's kind of coming from a civilian's perspective, right? If you're a soldier and like you've been through hell with these people, like yeah, I'm, I'm totally assuming understand. that Laswell and Rain were knights and they actually went on missions and stuff. And like they've had probably some close calls with their, uh, I don't have to call them, their subordinates, their, you know, the people on their squads. Yeah. And then suddenly Veritas of the Dark shows up and just kills them all. He literally just slaughters them to the last man. And the reaction is like, all right, we're going to go on a journey with this strange girl. It's not like, oh, no, I hate everybody. Okay, I agree with you. It's a little bit different. But you can also think of it like everything was building up to the, like because he's seen all that. So what Maybe I'm it's hoping. Like the straw that broke the camel's back. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do it. They might. I'm hoping that Rain had like a, a love interest there and maybe he was like, like starting a family or something and then they were killed in the, the crossfire. 
that's the only thing to me that would be like, all right, this this is what sent him over the edge. And he's like, I don't want to feel anything. I just need to like kill. That's You hope that he's Reagan. In a sense, yeah. I think it would be a really nice sort of... Uh, I full don't know circle. Yeah, exactly. And Bringing it full circle. Where he kind of starts to understand his own father a little bit. But I mean, I don't that's know if another... they're going to do that. They might, they might, it might just be like, oh, all these innocent civilians. But to me, it would just pack much more of an emotional punch if there was somebody there that was kind of significant to Rain. I think there is because in the one, in the one scene with Soul, he's holding that one woman's body. She appeared, or the one girl, she appeared in like two or three uh, different scenes. One of them with Rain in a house and like a couple other spots, so... I do think that there is going to be some significance. Yeah, we'll even have to similar, wait and see. Uh, similar but, to Veritas the Light with her thing even, where she had this family that she cared about and stuff like that. So, And then the other thing I'm curious about is Axtar. So he said he traveled with them for his own purposes or whatever. But Laswell's right. He could have just killed them right away. There was no reason to, to do that. I guarantee you he also... There's, we, there's still more to reveal about him. He's more than just the Beta Star. I think that story he told about him and his friends and him kind of getting... I think it's true. I think it's true as well. And I, I think, think he ended up in the orders where he is because of that thing that happened. And I think he actually... I have a suspicion. I don't know if it's true. I, there's nothing to base it on. But I kind of... I think he's the original Veritas of the ice that kind of everybody thought died. That would be crazy. And I think he probably tried to go up against the Emperor when he realized what happened. And he probably just got... She's only basically. I'm curious now. I kind of want to go back and rewatch the scene where he describes, like the early yeah. one where he describes what happened to him and the Emperor and kind of match it up with what we know happened with the Veritas and see if that fits up. That's an interesting theory. I like that. Well, I, yeah, there's nothing to back it up. It's just something that popped into my head. Because I, I think, like, why did he focus so much on telling Laswell to kill his emotions? And he, he really focused on training Laswell. It was almost like he was preparing him to fight against Rain. And I can't imagine he didn't know Rain was Hio. Like the whole time. Oh, he, he guaranteed knew. They had to have known. And even when he was talking to Reagan at one point, they both kind of shared a moment of acknowledgement. And I don't yeah. think it's because Reagan thought he was uh, an order. I think Reagan probably recognized him as uh, one of the old Veritas. That's just my guess. Well, it's been so long since... Uh, Verit the Veritas of the Ice would have even been with them, right? So Reagan and a lot of people didn't even didn't know much about him. If you remember back to season one, mm -hmm. even the other Veritas didn't really know too much about that guy. Yeah, definitely. And the craziest thing is that it like after a thousand years, you probably wouldn't even remember. Yeah, they had that one scene with Sakura where all her memories were like messing with her and stuff. Mm -hmm. I imagine after being alive so long, you just kind of start forgetting stuff randomly, but. Yeah, you there's know. definitely more to him. It's This is not the end of Axtar's arc, so to speak. He was definitely training Laswell for a purpose. There's definitely more to it than, than what we've seen so far. And then adding on to that whole Veritas of the Ice thing, they actually had Veritas of the Ice, like a genuine Veritas of the Ice in the Sieghard story. Yeah, that's cool. And he, so, he was a ninja-type-looking thing. And I think Axtar also uses, yeah, he uses like Far Eastern Japanese weaponry. I think they're really preparing for a big reveal there. I think that that makes a lot of sense. And I wouldn't be surprised if that was the big reveal for Axtar. But at the same time, I would be shocked if that was like, I'd be still surprised. I'd be like, whoa, that's so cool. 
I just wonder why they focus so much like on killing their emotions. Why do they have to do that to gain power when Laswell seemed to do fine kind of shouldering the the cares of everybody else? I have no idea. That's one of the big mysteries of the story, one of the big things. I'm, that's why I'm wondering. Like, yeah. Rain was so big on all of his values. and for, He literally, for as much as we knew, sacrificed his life for his core values yeah and i mean that's the and one now he's thing, completely right? different you never actually see Heo kill anybody in any of those stories like even the domino and uh what i can't remember the other guy the jokester with the shield uh he doesn't actually kill them yep and then even fina i mean he would have killed her if it wasn't for everybody else but he didn't actually kill her so i don't Honestly, know i don't I don't think he would have ended up... I mean, maybe she would have died because of the crystallization thing. Well, yeah, she was going to die if the the little shapeshifter didn't help her. Yes, but I I think that he... I honestly don't think he was trying to kill her. I think that it was one of those moments of, like, conflict between Hio and and Rain. Like, those two personality types. Yeah. So, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm curious to see what's driving him to, to become... Uh, heal. It's crazy. He was Rain, season one, who was all about friendship. Friendship is power. Friendship is magic. Yeah, his limit burst even summons ghosts of all his friends. (laughs) And now, he's like, kill all emotion. I am robot. It's interesting. I really think that the girl who died in those flashbacks was actually a significant person of Rain of some kind. I don't know if it was a love interest. I hope it was because that would, not only would that complicate the story with Fina, then make it so much better. It would also just add that much more weight to to why, like, it would actually make me believe that that's a reasonable choice that Rain made in that moment. Because I could see myself doing the same. Like, if everything was ripped away from you, just like that, you'd just be like, all right, fuck everything. <laughs> you know fuck what I it. mean? It's done. Yeah, done. exactly. Like, what else do I got to lose? I'm just going to become a, an asshole and try to kill the emperor. Like, it seems like he was he threw everything away to try to get enough power so that he could kill the emperor and, and stop, stop what was going everything. on. Yeah. Yep. And he was willing to sacrifice anything along the way to get there. And he would have been successful, too, if it wasn't for that meddling Laswell and his group of hooligans. Yeah, if it wasn't for that, that dog and his friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So that's pretty much it for the story, though. I mean, we've yeah. Covered I mean, I have one other but... thing. I really, I, I can see they're trying to, they're going to try to take it and make it seem more nuanced in the war, because the one order of Phyllis or whatever her name is, the one mm-hmm. that's actually really strong but is sort of the lowest ranking, mm-hmm. she's not really bad. No, she's good. And I think they're going to make it so that a lot of the Aldor army isn't really bad, but. They don't want to go against the emperor because that's like the end of their life at that point, right? Yes. And so I, I think, think they're going to add a little bit more of that to the story. So there's no like clear good guy and bad guy. So there's this is the thing that doesn't make any sense to me. Like Laswell is trying to save all these people, but he's like, I'll kill you so that I don't have to kill more of you. And like, logically well, he's saying me, that he doesn't want any civilian casualties. Yes. And but what I'm saying is that most like you're saying, I guess we'll see what they do with the story. But I totally agree with what you're saying in the sense that I think they're going to come across a lot of people who don't want to be fighting, but have to because they fight for the emperor or they die. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see where it takes us. But 
it's i hope i hope this whole uh, moral compass gets a lot more cl- uh, cloudy and gray yeah it makes the story a lot more fun mm-hmm. and then i hope it sets up a nice season three for fina i hope if they do go ahead and make her the focus that it's not just her doing sexy poses that there's going to be they're going to explore maybe some of her character and maybe if rain really did have another love interest she's going to have to deal with that and, and kind of speaking confront her of relationship sexy, speaking of sexy poses yeah i i died in that scene where with a uh, seagard is like <laughs> Oh, everything beautiful. And Fina's like, watch how beautiful I am. And then she's like, hey, big boy. And Sieg's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and that the best is that Nickel swoops in and he's just like, Sieg, blah, blah, blah. And Sieg's just like, Nickel, I was wrong about you. You were truly beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love oh, that character goodness. so much. He's just hilarious. There is one more thing that we didn't mention that just popped into my head is that uh, Lid is going off on her journey. Right. And the reason we didn't mention it is because we really we haven't seen anything of it other than the start of the journey, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nice. I really hope there's going to be a bit more shown with what happens to Lid and Kunshira. I like the little bits we did see where she's kind of hiding the fact that she's Lid from Jake because mm-hmm. she's expecting she's going to die in order to save him and she doesn't yeah. want to kind of break his heart a second that, time yeah. sort of thing so yep. it's nice it, it, it sets up for some interesting stuff there's a lot of death flags there for lid but we'll see if they go through with it or not i i don't know man nothing is safe to me because they killed l i know they killed l like l had so much to live for he was such a likable character he was one of those weak people he had a wife that was pregnant waiting for him back home He's like, oh, I'm going to find some courage here. And he he gets courage. And then, like, Veritas of the Water just mercilessly slaughters him. (laughs) You know what's funny? Think about about this. Veritas of the Waters mercilessly slaughters L. In fact, tortures him to death, pretty much. Yeah, basically. And now that very same person is literally hitting on Nickel. Yeah, it's it's weird how life goes I slaughtered your brother. (laughs) I actually think she's dead and all the Veritas are visions. That's my other theory. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. But who knows? Soon, hopefully. Yeah. Because they all they Story's actually did good. die somehow in, in season one. Just we'll see what happens. Where, what happened? How did they come back? Yeah. They never really addressed that. No, it was just kind of sad. I think it's going to be another one of those big reveals down the road. We'll see. We'll find out soon. Hopefully. Anyways, I think that's about enough for the story time this episode. So for those of you who stuck around for the story talk... Uh, Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for joining us for the first episode of this year of the FFBE podcast. Yeah, looking forward to making a strong and morally ambiguous season two. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there is going to be a live episode next week, so we may literally see you next week. Peace. See you guys later.